losing weight to gain control. Today's episode, are you sabotaging your weight loss efforts and how do you stop doing that? Welcome to today's episode of the Losing Weight to Gain Control podcast. This is Gwen Alexander, your host. This podcast is to help you along your weight loss journey, whether you're just starting, in the middle of your weight loss, or living in maintenance. I cover topics that you will encounter during your journey that deal with food, exercise, and that negative stuff your mind tries to tell you along the way. A few reminders for you. The Losing Weight to Gain Control 14-Day Get Started Guide is available through my website, thegwenalexander.com. That's T-H-E, gwenalexander.com. And when you go to the site, there is a button that you can click and you fill in the requested information and it will be emailed to you. It's to help you lay a foundation to set you up for success. So go to thegwenalexander.com to get your copy. I have taken a few weeks off of recording episodes of the podcast, you probably noticed, and one reason is I got to a point where I needed to just regroup. I needed to just get more topics and start reaching out to people I would like to be guests on the podcast. Now, I have been also practicing what I have been preaching to you. I always have, but sometimes you need to stop and just focus on yourself for a while. I love helping all of you um, by, you know, recording episodes to help to motivate you and not to give up on your weight loss goals. You need to take care of yourself. Self-care is so important when losing weight and working to keep it off. You can't run yourself ragged and eat foods that give you that short burst of energy and then it zaps you and expect to feel good. Believe me, I've done it and it doesn't (laughs) work very well. In the last few months, I have started a relationship. My 37-year-old sister died. I was the music director for a production of the community college uh, that where I live. I've been speaking about weight loss, and I'm also a member of my local Toastmaster group, where I am now the secretary and the treasurer. Add into that keeping the house clean, paying the bills, uh, getting maintenance done on vehicles, on the house, making time to record podcasts, and to write speeches, and keep working on that next book. I feel tired just saying all that. Do you feel like that you are racing through life? Do you feel like there is way too much to do and not enough time to do it? Right now, I'm looking at my house and it needs to be cleaned. If you have children and they are involved in some type of activity in school or outside of school, maybe you're overwhelmed right now. You may be getting to your work, you may be getting your workouts in and and eating okay, but you still feel run down. You probably think, uh, this isn't worth it. I knew I couldn't do this weight loss thing. My life is too crazy and it takes too much time and thinking to plan meals and snacks and workouts. What do you do when you feel hopeless and overwhelmed? You might slowly start slipping more calories in. You might start eating more of your favorite fast food meals to feel better. Your exercise routines become non-existent. It's easier to sleep in or stay home after work because you don't feel like going to the gym. Then you notice the number on the scale starts getting higher. Your clothes start feeling tighter. You've probably done this several times over your lifetime. Sabotaging yourself. 
you get so mad because you let it happen again. I remember one day sitting on my piano bench and realizing I was on purpose making myself gain weight. I was eating to get bigger to keep people away from me. I was sabotaging my weight loss efforts because the attention I was getting made me nervous. Then I started thinking, what if I can't keep it off? I'll look like a failure. I also realized I was using food as a way to punish myself. I used to watch episodes of I think it's called My 600 Pound Life and think, um, and think, wow, that could be me. Now, I was never that heavy, but I would bet that the reason many of them ate the way they did was to punish themselves for some perceived inadequacy that they felt they had. It sounds strange to punish yourself with food because it tastes so good. You know, it's, 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 there comes a point, though, where it tastes good, but you're eating because you wanted to distract you from something. I was trying to distract myself from my life. I was unhappy with my financial situation at that time. I was unhappy with my social life or lack thereof. I was unhappy with some of my relationships. And I don't just mean romantic relationships. There were family relationships that were strained at that time in my life. And then I kept thinking since I went through a divorce, somehow I was broken or something was wrong with me. I was trying to gain the weight back to prove that what I thought about myself was right. I was worthless and not able to succeed at this weight loss thing. I've mentioned before about my first attempt at weight loss when I was in college 20 years ago. I didn't feel like I thought I would, I would feel after I lost the weight. That's why I always say you need to have other reasons besides, you know, I just want a smaller number on the scale. Because after I got off the scale, it was like, okay, now what? Because I thought life would get better. Do you ever feel like that? Have you ever felt like that? Have you ever felt after the weight would be gone that you'd be okay? I still felt depressed. Not too much change except I was 100 pounds smaller, which was nice. And then about three years after that, I started going back to my old eating habits. Does that pattern sound familiar? I started going to fast food places and getting those old standby meals. But I was going every day and sometimes twice a day. It took less than a year to gain it all back. Can some of you relate to that? At that time, I didn't realize the mental part of weight loss is just as important. You need to take care of that part also while you are losing the weight. Even if you haven't started your weight loss journey, you can start practicing the mental part of weight loss. So how do you stop sabotaging your weight loss efforts? I'll give you four things that you can do to stop sabotaging yourself. Number one. Admit you are using food as a way to self-soothe. That means make yourself feel better. I know this sounds like a 12-step program, but it's true. If you don't admit to yourself you are using food like a drug, then you won't recognize when you're doing this. Food is fuel for your body. You should enjoy your fuel, but if you are using it as a drug, like I did, it's not good for you. I've described the feeling I used to get eating certain foods. I don't remember the way the food tasted, but I remember how it made me feel. For a moment, it felt good. It was almost like a high. But then there came the point when the high was gone, but I kept eating anyway. Then I would feel nothing. I ate to the point I would feel nothing. I don't know if any of you have ever experienced that, but it's a strange feeling now that I look back on it. Maybe you weren't as extreme as I was, but think about it. When you've had a bad day, 
The kids are going crazy. Maybe you got into an argument with your significant other. Maybe you turned to food to feel better. We've all done it. Don't beat yourself up about it. Journaling for a short time may help you realize you are self-sabotaging your weight loss efforts because you are using food as a drug. I read some of my journals um, from a few years ago, and I realized I was dealing with the same issues over and over. It was just at different phases of my life. You're probably dealing with the same issues over and over too, but admitting you are using food as a way to feel better will help you to stop sabotaging your weight loss efforts this time. Number two, when you are ready to eat something that used to be what we call a trigger food, ask yourself, why are you eating this? So stop and ask. I'm one of those people that think you should enjoy your food, but you know when you are eating certain foods because you want to feel better. Usually those foods you think make you feel better are the ones that are packing on the pounds. If you don't like your job and every day you come home after work and eat a large pizza, it won't be long before you feel even worse because you ate that whole pizza. This takes work, but stop and ask yourself why you're eating the food. If the answer is anything except that you are physically hungry, you're eating your emotions. Now, it'll be hard at first to stop. You will want to so bad to eat to calm that feeling of, I don't like the way I feel right now. You might even cry a little or get angry. Hey, that's okay. You need to feel your emotions. Now, don't hurt other people just because you hurt. Replace that food feeling with something else. Take a short walk, do a workout, read or listen to a book, I love my Audible app, take a nap, I love naps too, watch your favorite movie, listen to your favorite music. Coach Gwen gives you permission to enjoy yourself with other things besides food. I recently bought a new CD by one of my favorite artists, Jim Brickman, and I've been wanting it for a while and decided what am I waiting for? This made me realize how much I needed to do something nice for myself besides eating. You need to do something nice for yourself that doesn't involve any of your trigger foods. Tip number three. Another way to stop sabotaging your weight loss efforts is respond to those negative comments floating around in your head with a positive. Even if the negative thought is true, respond positively anyway. The reason you keep running the food is you are fulfilling your own thoughts of yourself. If you tell yourself you always feel at weight loss, you will. There's a quote that says, he who thinks he can and he who thinks he can't, he can't are right. It's whatever you think. If you tell yourself, I'm not beautiful, instead tell yourself, I'm working on it. You could quit working on yourself, but you won't. You are beautiful. You are intelligent. You are worthy to be loved and respected. I wish I could tell you that negative voice will go away, but it won't. Stop fighting it and respond to it. If you have to respond by talking out loud, do it. Maybe you shouldn't do it in public, but when you're alone, try talking out loud. I do this and sometimes I have to repeat my response over and over. When my 37-year-old sister died, my first thought the next day was, I want to eat my feelings. I think I even said it out loud. My response was, no, Gwen, you will not eat your feelings. You will feel your feelings of grief and keep going. I was saying all of this while I was crying. I wanted to sabotage my weight loss efforts because I felt guilty for being alive and my sister was dead. She was actually a little bit younger than I was, than I am. And I could have let that situation get out of control like I did years earlier when I had a family member die, but I didn't. 
It takes time and practice to not let the negative voice take you over. You can overcome those negative thoughts. Don't give up on yourself. And number four, this is the last one. To stop sabotaging your weight loss efforts, have a plan. As I mentioned earlier, I noticed I dealt with the same issues over and over. Those issues where I'm not pretty enough, I'm not worthy to be loved, uh, I'm a horrible person, and things like that. And I'm not the only one that's felt like that. You've probably felt like that. I hear it from others uh, that are struggling with their weight. But I also hear from people that in, in my eyes, they look healthy with their weight, but they still say these negative things to themselves. When you take a look at your life, you'll see the same thing. Your plan needs to consist of what action will you take when those feelings come. For example, if you feel like you aren't beautiful or handsome, you, your plan could be to take a shower or take a nice hot bath, uh, comb your hair, make it look nice, and put on an outfit that makes you look stunning and that you feel like you look stunning in. If you feel like you can't make good decisions, um, you're making a good one now by listening to this podcast. You know you need to do something different, and you are. You are not just focusing on the food this time. You are dealing with the reasons you are using food to sabotage your weight loss efforts. Successful people make a plan how they will succeed at whatever it is that they are going to do. Once you realize you are sabotaging your weight loss efforts, you've taken a big step to living in weight maintenance. Because that's the ultimate goal, living in weight maintenance. I hope today's episode has helped you. If you want more encouragement, follow me on Facebook. Just search for The Gwen Alexander um, on Facebook. I'm also on Pinterest. I'm Gwen Alexander on there. And I have uh, several boards that you can look through for recipes that you may want to try. And I'm also on Twitter. If you want to follow me there, it's at the Gwen 1685 And also, if you have any ideas for future episodes or comments about anything or guests that you might want to have on the podcast, you can email me, Gwen at thegwenalexander.com. Or you can even go to my website, thegwenalexander.com. And there is a contact me portion on there also. Until next time, Coach Gwen says, you can, you will, you must. You can do this. You will do this. You must do this. Don't quit and you will be a success. The information in this podcast is for informational purposes only. I'm not a medical professional. You should consult with your doctor or medical professional before beginning any weight loss or exercise program.